this is your host, Miss Anonymous. You are now checked into the rehab. And today we have a very special guest. Who is that? <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Michelle. Michelle was actually on our show previously. Yes. And we had so many people tune in and listen that we decided to invite her back again to give us some jewels of wisdom. Thanks for um, having me. Yeah, we're so excited. Um, and today's topic is actually right up Michelle's alley, which is why <laughs> she's the perfect person to talk to about this. And I'm going to do a bit of a disclaimer before we go down this rabbit hole. Um, we're not telling you to act insane, but if you are going to, here are some of the ways that may be helpful. And what's the topic? Today, we're going to talk all about how do you catch a cheater? So we're going to assume, and this is only applicable to people that are actually in relationships, that you're with someone and you're in a relationship, and then you have like this inkling or this feeling that this person may be cheating, but you're not 100% sure. So let's start off with what are some of the signs that someone is cheating? Michelle, what do you think? <laughs> um, what you'll notice, and uh, I know you said this is right up my alley, which is kind of a sad thing. <laughs> um, no, but but what what you're going to start to notice um, is with your partner, you're going to start to notice that their behavior is changing. Um, they're not going to, they're going to, they're going to seem kind of off. And uh, it's going to be something in your gut that you're going to know, okay, this doesn't feel right. Something's going on. Um, do you want to comment on that too? Or, yeah, I think like when you get into a relationship with someone, right? Like, I mean, think back to like our relationships and for all of the listeners, like, think back to your relationships. There's right. a rhythm and a routine that you sort of develop with your partner, which might be that you see them certain days of the week, or if you're living together, you know what times they come home, um, if they go work out, or when do they see their family. So after a while, you have a pretty good sense of who is this person's network, um, what are some of their hobbies, and what are they like doing. So what Michelle is basically talking about here is like if you observe anything different that's going on in the, that pattern, with, which might be odd. And again, things happen every now and then. But if all of a sudden their routine starts to shift, then that's something to be a little bit concerned about as to why is this person doing different things. Yep. Um, and I think another big sign is if you're not being included in those activities, right? Like. You're with a partner before you guys used to do things together. Now they certainly now all of a sudden they want to go out on their own or they're doing more activities with their friends where you're not being included or invited to join. Like that's a red flag as to where the hell is this person going and why am I not being invited? Um, if you're in a relationship, I would think that they would want you to come unless there's like a really good reason but most of the time, you'd be part of wherever it is that they're going. Yeah, and it so. would it would be even more fun to, I think, have your partner there. Like, yes, certain things call for space and enjoying your own friends. But um, if this is something consistent that you see happening, usually there's something up. Yes. And then how about, like, appearances, Michelle? Appearances. Oh, okay. Well... Something that I had noticed is like a new cologne. We got some new. We got some new swag happening with some fresh clothes. Yeah, um, if they start showering, like I in the even, before. Yeah, like oh, you're walking around, you know, with me, and you have holes in your your hands boxers, <laughs> and now you got some new, like a, uh, I don't know, whatever brand new Calvin Klein boxers. You know what I mean? Like something's off. Um, maybe even we're gonna take this a step down the rated R. Maybe they're grooming themselves more down there um, I think that's the biggest red flag yeah. like because I think everyone can relate you get to a point in your relationship where you get a little too freaking comfortable of course and at that point you know maybe you're not fucking showering every single day maybe right. you're just letting shit grow wild right um you know so maybe you're you smell funky and you're okay with it because you're in a relationship but then all of a sudden when the person starts to get all spiffy you know it's not for you. 
because you were getting the recycled <laughs> lazy version. <laughs> right. That's right. Where it was like zero fuck. No, you're getting like you're getting like the two star out of the five star. Right. <laughs> and now all of a sudden they're like working out, right? Smelling great. And like all of a sudden they're on top of their hygiene. Like my rule of thumb is that even if you're in a relationship with someone, that shit shouldn't fly. Like the right. day person stops shaving and shit, that's the day to pack your shit and leave. Mm-hmm. Be like, no. But the reality is most people don't. They'll just kind of entertain this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also if you're noticing that you're letting yourself go and your partner is doing all of these things, I mean, it's time to step up your game. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, so that's, I think, a huge red flag. Um, and I would also say it's if their style's changing, right? Like, it's one thing where they just become the better version of them, which is kind of like how probably you met that person. Mm-hmm. But now if all of a sudden it's somebody that used to be like in sweats and t-shirts and is now all GQ'd up. Yeah. You're like, what What the hell? Like, that's, that's when you're kind of like, uh-oh, red flag, something's happening. <laughs> yes. And I think that's like a major thing, especially if that person is different from even when you met them. You right. know, and I think that's like a huge indicator of like what the fuck is going on with this with this. And individual. I mean like I mean like over time, you know, in relationships too, obviously when you're with a with a partner, like, you know, you 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 evolve, you grow, you take on new hobbies, all that. But if there's certain changes that are quite drastic, like we're saying, like look out for them and recognize them because something's going on. Yeah. And especially when you're noticing a bunch of things happening at the same time, mm-hmm. um, that's when it's like cause for concern to be like, all right. So I think another big red flag would be changes in the person's behavior, especially yeah. if they were, I think, very open and honest with what they're up to, where they're going, mm-hmm. right? Like Michelle was talking about um, before, ju- just from her experience about like, sharing your locations and stuff right. with your partner. Right, Michelle? Like, do you think yeah. that's a huge red flag? Yeah. I mean, I had a partner who wanted to have location services on. I wasn't the one who suggested it, but I was like, okay, like, cool, no problem. I kind of thought in the beginning, maybe this is like in case of an emergency, if something happens or, you know, whatever, things like that. Um, but over time, when I wasn't hearing from this person, um, when they were hanging out with other people more and I wasn't included in things – you know, curiosity uh, sets in and I would check location and I would notice where, where is he right now? Um, I don't know this address. Like, what is he doing here? Um, which is something that I think you should have if you're getting those feelings. Um, and I don't want to sound like, you know, crazy, but maybe even go into their phone. If you think something's up, put your, put that location service on and, if you have that gut feeling, like track it, like maybe they're out at 2am and you don't know where they're going or who they're with. Um, yeah. That's a really big indicator. Like, again, maybe it sounds crazy, but like, if you need to get your answers, that's a way of doing it. I love how you're like, I don't want to sound crazy. I know. Like, I, I don't think there's anything in this episode that we've covered. Probably not crazy, but it's normal. It's normal in this environment. This <laughs> like, happens. Yeah, it happens. But also, like doing these steps, I mean, I feel like it's going to help you get an answer or, you know, some answer to, to, to questions that you have if your partner isn't being open and honest with you. Yeah. And I think like, especially if your relationship was very open and honest, right. you know, like if it's been shady from day one, I don't know why you'd even be with the person, right. but if it was good and all of a sudden it's shady, then I think you're not being paranoid because I think it's the unknown that really drives people insane. And I actually had someone, she was, um, so I know of a, a female, she was dating this guy that was like maybe 20 years older than her. Mm-hmm. And um, the the guy was actually the one telling me the story where he was like, every time he leaves the phone somewhere, she has the password to his phone. Mm-hmm. And she goes in and she turns on location sharing. And then he turns it off. When he <gasps> oh it out. my God. Like, <laughs> two, three days later, and she doesn't say anything to him. And they used to live together. So I think when people live together, then it's a little bit easier to know yeah. if someone's being shady because you know when they come to the house and when they don't. So he used to laugh about it. He was like, she does this 
like constantly. He's like, I turn this thing off, then I forget. She goes in, she'll turn it back on. Mm. And then she like she would call him randomly. So I remember one time, um, like I was actually in the, the presence of this individual and we happened to be out, not me and him, but like a group of people. And I remember he got a phone call and she was like, What are you doing at such and such location? And he was oh. like, Dang it, she turned on the location. <laughs> You know, and he goes, he was like to him, he was like, She's batshit insane. But what can I say? I, I think it's hot <laughs> that she does this to me. No way. <laughs> so for him, like he was actually turned on by the fact that this oh, woman was so possessive. <laughs> but it was hilarious because I was just like, if you know she's gonna go and turn yeah. this thing on, why do you even bother turning it off? Right, <laughs> right. She's just going to do it again. Just save her the step from turning it on. Like, yeah. whatever. And I, and I asked. I was like, why don't you change the password? He's mm-hmm. like, oh, no. That's going to start, like, World War Three in my oh! house. Like, <laughs> but is he wrong, though? You know? No. I mean, he was like, she's freaking crazy. And he was like, and I'm fully aware of that. And he's like, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit scared. As he should have been. Right. It freaked me out. You know, she like, she. Go ahead. Go ahead. Like, she wasn't subtle. That That's yeah. the thing that kind of freaked me out. Like, because he picked up the phone and she's like, where are you at? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, she runs a tight shift. <laughs> and let me tell you, in 10 minutes, he was out of there. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> I actually, um, I have a friend who's still with this guy. She's a sweetheart. I like him too. Um, they had, I mean, they went through something before. I, I had mentioned... Again, a couple of years ago when I was in a relationship with this person and we had, you know, the location service on, um, she had turned to her partner. So I said, oh, yeah, we have ours on. And she said, oh, like, can you put yours on? I'll put mine on. And he was so against it. He was like, no, absolutely not. Like, that's an invasion of my privacy. Well, like a month later, her cousin saw him on Tinder. That's why. And that's I was why. like, and- oh, my God. And I was like, listen, like, I'm not going to say my friend's name, but I was like, you know, maybe this had something to do with it because exactly. he doesn't want to see where, you know, he doesn't want you to see where he's at. Um, there you go. I mean, they, whatever, they worked it out. Like, that's their business. I do your own thing and well, I'm not going to, shit, I've been through enough. I'm not going to judge you. Um, yeah. But, but listen, if, if guys are super duper against that, like it almost, I mean, I get the privacy, like there has to be a certain amount of privacy. I don't want someone looking at my credit card statements and seeing that my fat ass just got, you know, a chocolate scone from Starbucks. But, um, I'd be like, where's my scone? Yeah. Right. Like, (laughs) or like, Oh, you said you have no money and you're going there buying this, you know? But, um, but I think if someone is super duper against it, there's another red flag. Like, okay, what are you hiding from me? What can't, what are you, what are you trying to keep from me? What don't you want me to see? And the reaction of when you ask, like, have right. you ever noticed, like, for me, I think, like, the biggest telltale sign um, about any of this is when you ask the question, mm-hmm. what reaction you immediately get. So when you ask someone to do, like, location sharing, and immediately their response is like, what do you mean? Like, It's like, wait, what? Like, I'm not, yeah. like, accusing you of anything. Right. I'm merely suggesting something that both of us do. It's not like it's a one-way street. Exactly. So, but you also brought up another red flag, which I think is so valid. Like, if you want to catch uh, your partner cheating, Mm -hmm. is look at dating profiles. Because, and I've got to say, like, when you look at men and women, I Mm -hmm. definitely think men are not, I don't know, they're not smart enough or they don't care to invest enough energy into changing like the usernames and shit. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like they'll use the same thing. That's like on IG or something like that. Of course. It's even easier to catch them. Whereas women will be smarter because women will think like 10 steps ahead and be like, no, if I use this this email or if I use this username, (laughs) I'm going to get caught. But with men, I think they're easier to catch. But if your partner has Mm -hmm. a a profile on a dating platform and you guys are in a relationship, I mean, are you in a relationship? (laughs) Exactly. Because that is a huge, 
huge red flag. And for anyone that says that, oh, I had a dating profile, but I didn't do anything. I'm sorry. But like the fact that you're in a relationship and you have a dating profile, that in itself is cheating. Yeah. You're like, inviting if, conversation. Right. You want to open up that line of communication. Right. And if you're going to do that, if anyone's doing that now listening, right. just ask yourself, how would you feel if your partner was doing that? Like, would that right. be normal just because you weren't talking to anyone, but you were just exploring what's out there? It's yeah. not. Get off of that. You don't need that shit on your phone. If you want that on your phone, do the right thing and give your partner the opportunity to leave you and find someone better. Right. You and know? that's what I think like the worst part of the whole thing is where, I mean, personally for me, I don't see any reason why anyone needs to cheat. If you're unhappy, no. and if you don't want to be with someone, go, you know, the door's open. Yeah. Right. Whether the relationship is good or bad or whatever the heck. And regardless of how you do the breakup, like in situations like this, like it's always worse that somebody cheats on you versus them just ghosting, just freaking ghost. I think that's not as bad as the person finding out that you were, you know, making a mockery out of them. And like the situation where you shared where Mm -hmm. a friend's friend saw the profile, like now think about being that person that you are with someone. Now somebody that's in your network saw this, like, what does that say about you that you are with, like you're being made a fool out of Mm -hmm. that, oh, you're here talking about this partner and saying, oh, I'm in a relationship. And then all of a sudden people are seeing that person on a social media or a dating profile where they're clearly open to talking. And I think social media to a degree is kind of like that too, because if your partner is liking pictures, Mm -hmm of other people that are single or leaving comments or DMing them. Like social media in some ways has turned into a freaking dating network. Absolutely. And it's like just as bad, you know? Yeah. And and that's why if you're going to do it, rather than cheat, just freaking bounce. And then that way, do do your own thing. And then then you wouldn't have to listen to this episode because you gave yourself like a lot of And I think that, I mean, hopefully this helps because I feel like so many of us have unfortunately been there or like when we've had like those, those gut feelings and like, you know, and what I was telling you like earlier before, you know, if another sign too to see that, like, like again with the routine changes, like maybe they're, you know, hanging out with this friend that you haven't heard of too much or they're putting their phone down and they're getting messages from names that you don't know when like Peter can actually be Patricia and stuff like that. You know, like if you're seeing that, like, like something that you're feeling in you like is most likely right like yeah so follow it like there's, I think the name so... changes is so easy to do and I actually oh had God, somebody yeah. tell me yeah where they were like it was kind of funny because this was actually a friend and obviously I knew that like he was in a relationship and then right. I, I think the to the girl he was in a relationship and I don't think he or anybody else thought that he was in a relationship Mm-hmm. So with him, he would, he told me of this trick where he was like, any woman that I'm like with, she's always an aunt. So her name would be like Aunt Stacy or Aunt Christina. Uh, so then that way, if somebody sees, which in some ways is genius, oh but like how many freaking aunts do you have? You really? know? <laughs> oh my That's God. What when you start dating someone. Imagine immediate family. I want to be like, yeah, exactly. Is your family tree like, yeah, oh, you have you have 30 aunts. How interesting! He used to tell me that he used to get away with it, so then that way, when a phone call would come in, Mm -hmm. he would just ignore it. And if the girl got a little bit salty, because obviously, even if you have that on your phone, Mm -hmm. but you know that that's not an aunt your face might tell a different story where you might look like oh shit this person cold and <laughs> right. whatever you know so he was like even if the girl would get suspicious he would be like it's just my aunt now you're just being crazy right so he would make the the woman feel bad about oh, even suspecting God. and then that way he would do it like two or three times and then <laughs> You know, the next time he is doing something shady, she's going to keep thinking like, oh, am I just being paranoid? Because, you know, this is is someone who like, unfortunately, I'm saying unfortunately, because it's not right, who unfortunately thought that out very, very well. Like, very well done. Do I respect it? Fuck no. But like, very well thought out. Yeah, I mean, to me, it was just, and like the funniest thing was, it was somebody that I would hang out with frequently. So I would just watch this nonsense from the morning until night. (laughs) And then like, yeah, and then 
obviously because I was a friend, I would get the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. And the good thing about having friends that are shady AF, and especially if they're the opposite gender, is that you learn so much and you get so smart in the right. process. Right. Like the other thing he would do is like as soon as the phone would ring and he would see the person, he would turn it upside down really, really quickly. Yeah. But not not obvious in the sense that oh he's picking it up uh uh-uh. uh he is dropping that phone he's fumbling <laughs> like, from where you're sitting it's going to look like oh it's a complete accident oh that this happens right um, another another big trick is uh, and this is something unfortunately I've experienced myself mm-hmm. but I caught on to it on day one and mm-hmm. then I threatened the next person that came into my life that if they try this on me they're dead. Yeah, that was that what uh, and again, I'm sure women do the same thing, you know, like, but I think we do it better. Like, um, it was with the phone. So what a guy would do is that he would put you, let's say, if you're the female that he's talking to, but he has a girlfriend, or he's dating somebody, he would put you on block for let's say the weekend that he's spending together with this other person. Uh. So when you try to call this person, like on an iPhone, you can kind of spot it because it's not gonna your text message or your iMessage is not going to turn blue. Right. That's a very clear indication mm-hmm. that this person has blocked you. Now, can it be that they don't have cell phone reception yet, but it's not going to be like if you text them in the morning and at night and tomorrow, it's the mm-hmm. same shit. So that's how you know that you got blocked. So that's how I actually ended up catching someone in this mm-hmm. past was because it was like a whole weekend. Mm-hmm. and it had like the changes of behavior so it was kind of like you know when you're seeing someone every weekend and then all of a sudden there's a weekend where you don't mm-hmm. and I had had a talk with this person where right. I was like you know if I see any of these signs we're not going to even make it there like right. this is just going to be like it's a wrap and it's done so like and I had done a pretty good job of threatening like I was impressed <laughs> with myself where I was just like no, you lay down the not- law you lay yeah down. like real quick where I was just like you know what this is not gonna work and then all of a sudden I send a text message on a Friday night and the text Mm. message turns green (gasps) and at first I'm like you could be on another line yep you know so I was like maybe that's a possibility now this person here's the interesting thing about people that cheat they would never pick up the phone from another cell phone number so you can't like call from a different number and then verify and be like, oh shit, you're just ignoring. No, no, they're not picking it up because people that do shit, they've got a couple of steps ahead. Yep. So my text message turned green. The person had an iPhone. So I mm-hmm. knew like, and I was like, this is not good. And I was like, but if your phone's dead in another two hours, three hours or something, your phone's going to come back to life. Yeah. So nothing. The next morning I send a text message, nothing. It still turned green. Hmm. It says that it's delivered as a text message, but you know the person didn't get it. Right. Then for the rest of Saturday and on Sunday, I sent some of the craziest freaking text messages <laughs> to this person. <laughs> where I was like, listen, if this person is getting these text messages, knowing full well that they're not, I was like, they're going to think that I'm batshit insane and they will be scared for their life. Yeah. So for two days, I do this shit. Would you believe on Monday morning, I get a text message? hey, beautiful, and it's all blue, and I'm like, hey. Uh-uh. no. And then, and then the person goes, they're like, my bad, my phone got messed up on Friday, oh, and word. it didn't work through the weekend, what? and today is, I'm going to tell you offline what, what the rest of the story was, but they're like, oh, the rest of the, the time, my phone didn't work on the, the weekend, so I'm like, mm-hmm. ah. I was like, so did you take it to a repair place? Did you get a brand new phone? Like, what happened? And he was like, no, it just, I just, I restarted it. So I was like, oh. you expect me to believe for 48 hours. It did not oh. occur to you to turn off your phone and turn it on. And he's like, no, he's like, you know, it just never happened before and whatever. Did not buy uh-uh. that shit or anything. Uh-uh. Then the next Friday comes because and here's the thing when you know that you're on to something I think it's like a sick obsession that a lot of people have now you want to catch that person yeah the act where you were like you know what it's bad enough that you are and if you guys haven't checked out the episode on don't get played nobody wants to get played so when you start to get those signs where you're like uh-uh, I'm, I'm getting played here mm-hmm. you want the evidence 
So the next weekend, this same thing happened. Oh my lord! Friday night, the phone goes Uh-oh, green. Phone's out of service. And, oh no! Yeah. And then the best part. Now, if you're an experienced cheater, you're gonna know how to cover your tracks, right? This person clearly wasn't. On their Instagram, there's postings going on of where they're at, what they're doing, and things. Not the people. So every time, and that this is another telltale sign where you don't see a picture of who the person is with, but you freaking see the pictures of the food, the background, the beach, but no indication of who the hell you're with. So I'm sitting over there going like, uh-uh, you don't think I'm that stupid that I'm looking at your Instagram, knowing full well that you're using your phone to upload those pictures. And then when I'm sitting over here trying to put the text <laughs> message through, the text doesn't go. But here's the secret. Just because someone's going to screen the calls and they're not going to pick up a call from another number doesn't mean they're not going to respond to a text message from another True. number. So I grab my fo- friend's phone. I send a text message. It turned <gasps> blue. The message was delivered. And I was like, I, that I saw on Instagram where that location mm-hmm. was. And the rest wow. of history. Where I was like, don't be so dumb that you're posting things on your story. And then, yeah, because even if you block somebody on the thing, and that's, I feel like a lot of the times people that, that mm-hmm. get away with cheating, they get away with it for a long time because either the person loves them so much that they're ignoring yeah. that shit and they don't want to deal with it or because the person is not that right. great because you don't have to be like super intelligent know when you're getting played if you just watch the sequence mm-hmm. of events like in this case I was like you know what I, I know I'm black but I know not exactly. everybody else is you may not be picking up other people's phone numbers but you will get the text message and as soon as that that text turned blue That's I'm it. like this is it this That's is the only it. proof this is That's the proof right. that I needed and I was like now I know where you're at and I was just like and now you're going to learn a very important lesson in life. Like either freaking learn how to cheat. Because to me, I find that even more like insulting. And I don't know if you're like on of the same course. road. It's one thing if you're going to like if you're going to play someone. Right. But if you're going to play me and you're going to play me with some like basic <laughs> one, two, threes and not even a hundred. And like now I'm insulted that you think yeah, that's like, dumb. Right. Like that's really now I'm mad like it's fine that you want to try to run your game because you don't know who you're dealing with but the fact that you pick like the A B C's that I'm just like god is this how it now yeah you don't even give me like your best yes. game like at least like with my my friend that it was like at least you're you're thinking you decided to put ants like you're mm-hmm. smart about it but this person I was like no it's like dumb thinking I'm dumber mm-hmm. and I was like no that's when I was like, it's it's a wrap. And the person goes to me. They were like, "How did you ever know that I was here?" I'm I'm like, you know what? This is enough of a reason right. to dump you. Like I, I can't. I was like, so that's another way to like catch someone Absolutely. and do something <laughs> about it. Absolutely, <laughs> that is a crazy story. Oh my word. Yeah, and the sad thing is, this is not the craziest oh thing that um, I've been exposed to. But, you know, at the end of the day, you kind of got to find humor in, in this. Absolutely. Because, <laughs> absolutely. Like, to me, if it, it's like if somebody spent more time thinking about it, I would at least appreciate it. Like, you cared about me enough to, like, really think about your life. <laughs> Put some effort into it. But, Come on. No, no. Yeah. The ABCs, and I was like, oh, gosh, you think I'm this dumb that I'm going to fall just that, that's It's almost, like more honestly, bad. though, it's almost like they played themselves, you know? You just played yeah. yourself. Because, right, because the easiest thing to do is I'm not looking right. for a relationship or I don't want to be with someone. And then th- that's it. Like, what is somebody going to say to you? Then go do whatever you want to. But don't be over here spitting game like you are the love of my life and all this other nonsense. And then you're, you've gone missing and, like, here for 48 hours and I don't know what the heck happened to you and like the funny story about this was that the next person I interacted with I just told them like this is what happened in the past and I was like so now I have a new rule if I don't hear from you in like 24 hours I'm gonna call 911 because you've obviously you're dead or you've gone missing 
<laughs> that that's the, and the person got so scared that I would get a response within 15 minutes because they really thought that I would wow. call 911. Yes. If I, if I <laughs> well, I was like, you know, like I can think of any other reason. Like if somebody doesn't want to talk to you, freak, like don't right. be with that's that person. It. But if you're telling them like you're together, like I'm confused as to why mm-hmm. I haven't heard from you. Of course, like you... You, if you're not dead, you should be like in that type of a scenario. Like, why are we together? And I don't know where yep. you are. You know, like that to me is that's not a relationship. And if that's what you want to do, be exactly. single. Um, but I think while we're talking about phones, I'm going to share some other ways that you can catch people. Because I think cell phone is the biggest thing. And it's the easiest way to catch someone and know what the heck they're doing. Um, I don't know if Michelle, if you've had that, but in relationships, I know a lot of couples, they know each mm-hmm. other's password. So I don't know if you've had this in a relationship. I don't know how you feel about that. Like giving I, out your password. Me personally, I am an open book with my partner. I have nothing to hide. Um, current partner too knows it. I have not, um, had him go through my phone. I don't need him to go through my phone. I don't need to go through his phone because we're just open and honest. Um, but I mean, mm-hmm. In the past, yeah. I mean, my partner, my ex-partner was in the shower once and, you know, I had my suspicious, uh, suspicions and I'm glad that I did look because it turns out for a weekend where, you know, we were really shaky. Um, apparently, he went out with <laughs> his sister and uh, her group of friends and he was holding hands with his sister's best friend. So, yeah, I got a yeah. text message. Oh, I wish I could do it again, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I'm glad that I did look because I found something that I guess I kind of already knew, um, was going on. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm, I'm completely fine with it. If I give you a reason to doubt me, like, let me prove to you, um, nothing's going on. Like when I'm with someone, like I'm committed to them. Um, and if I don't feel like I want to be with that person, I'm going to let them know and I'm going to walk away. Um, right. Rather than be doing, of course. And I feel like if you have nothing to hide, like, you know, again, like there's going to be times where, you know, you evolve, you grow, maybe your partner is going out more and you're not comfortable with it. Like you're going to be like, oh, something's going on. You know, I think it's fine to have phone passwords. I think we're at a day and age where it's almost like normal. Um, so I don't yeah. care. I mean, I'm not going to give you, you know, my bank password, but I'll give you like my ID code, my, my phone ID. Like, I don't care. Like if something's off or you feel off, like yeah. let's go over it find something let's talk about it you know yeah. like I'm I'm totally on board with it but for me in the past just for my ex um it honestly really helped me and it helped me move on because that was like that was the final straw so yeah and I I, mm-hmm. I totally agree I think if you're in a relationship with someone like um surprisingly in the past I've never shared mm-hmm. my password but I've never asked yeah. for it either because for me um I think just personally, I just always felt that if I ever get the feeling of wanting to look through your stuff, then already it's a right. wrap for me. Just I don't I don't even care about what I find, but the fact that I already have a feeling that I need to go searching to look for something, that's enough of a reason for me to think that this is not a situation where I want to stay involved in. But I mean, I have given my password. It's kind of funny because I've gotten interrogated Ooh. a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Speaking on the other side of it, because um, I think sometimes people don't know like who certain people are, especially like I think at the beginning yep. stages. So, and it was kind of, it was a bit comical because the people that I was getting interrogated by um, or for were actually my gay friends. So I think that was, is what made it comical. <laughs> Not like, you see like, a, you yeah. read like a whole phone conversation and you're just like, well, that's right. Boo. And like, why are you blowing? Yes. Kisses? And I was like, well, the boo it's, has it's the boo. It's funny you say that because my best friend is gay too. And I've had, I've had questions like that before where it's like, oh, like who's Alex? And it's like, trust me, like he's with a partner. Let's go meet yeah. him, you know? And then, you know, nothing, which I get yeah. because it's, you know, it's, there's, I mean, you can be as confident as, as you are and, and about yourself, but you know, it, once, you know, your partner does have, you know, a, a friend or a very, very close friend of a different sex, like you're going to think like, oh, is something going on? Like that's just right. organically what happens. It, it happens. Like you get those feelings, right? 
Um, so it's so funny. I've, I've literally had the same thing happen before. And I'm like, listen, we play for different teams. Like, nothing is happening here. So. Well, in my case, I'm like, we play for the same team, but not yeah, for, yeah, 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 yeah. No. You know, and they're in the same body. Not yes. in the same body. I was like, that's the best thing. So, like, it took, like, a tense situation, and it always made it funny because I kind of had fun with it, like, being on right. the other side of it. But part of it also was, I was like, if I had something to yeah. hide, then obviously I wouldn't be sharing my password or if I would were, change it. Like, once exactly. I give it to you, you were, yeah, then I would go in and change it. And then I think that makes it a little bit more mm-hmm. suspicious. And, uh, like, in that situation, I was given the password, too. I didn't yeah. write it down. I don't remember it and stuff. And it was just kind of like, whatever. And I think one time, like, just just to throw a fit I was like what is your yeah. password and I looked through the phone and in like two seconds I'm like there's nothing right, to right. here. <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm done because I think by you being transparent and wanting to to offer that up that also shows that you're being honest and faithful um so when people don't want to give it like even if you have no desire to look at the person's phone but the fact that somebody either won't give you the password or if they change the password after they mm-hmm. give it to you that's also a major red flag Ooh. it's like yeah they yeah. appeased you at the time but now something has changed in the mm-hmm. situation and that then that's why they're not giving you know you another the password. oh go ahead and if no no, no i was done with that <laughs> okay so, so something like else that. that like has happened before too is i mean again with my ex oof, we had an episode on on this person too guys um Oh, real fun real fun um you know when I was looking you know through his phone and this was also like before I found out that he was holding hands with another girl while being with me like the fuck dude um I was looking through the phone because um he had slept with somebody and when I was looking through that phone I couldn't hold it and when I try to hold it to like to to take it and look through it myself, there was such a death grip on that phone. Where like that's when I knew like some shit is up right now. Like something smells fishy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the reaction that oh, gives it yeah. away, regardless of what that situation. It's and I think that tells you yes. a story. And that's why you know for a lot of the people like the signs that you're looking for, the evidence that you're looking for, for cheating, it may not even be the actual thing, like not even the phone. It's what the reaction you're getting as you're asking for it or as you're about to approach that thing that they know that they're going to get exposed at. That's what gives you your answer. Because if someone has nothing to worry about, and I say this with a grain of salt, because I I know a couple of people that have mastered the art of like mm-hmm. the poker face because they've been in these right. situations right. multiple times but most most cases people will not be able to hold the yeah. exposure so when you do do that um that's a major Absolutely. red flag that there's something that's shady yeah, like there's something going on mm-hmm. yeah and also when you ask questions i was actually watching and i've given this advice to many many people and um it's I've been helpful in the sense that if someone is cheating to you more often than not, that person's going to look towards their left when they give you the answer. But if they're not cheating to you, they're going to look towards the right. And this is something like that detectives use uh. as a technique, because for whatever reason, when we're lying, there will be like a split moment when you're kind of thinking about, because think about it. If someone's going to ask mm-hmm. you a question, if you were going to tell the truth, you don't have to really oh think Oh my God, I literally just say. said this to someone the other day. I just said this to someone the other day. That's crazy. And that that that's why I have a podcast. I don't <laughs> no, if someone's telling the truth, there's nothing to remember. Not like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna right. stutter over your words or take a second to think about it. No, you know that shit because it's facts. You know? Yes. Right. And then and w- when you give a response, your response is going to be your eye contact. Yep. That's like the biggest thing. It's either gonna be direct because you're looking mm-hmm. the person in the eye. Or you're going to look towards your right because that's the truth. Now, the, the frequency in which you give, like, the response is also quick. Because if you're going to give a lie, you're going to think about it. So there will be, like, a pause. And in that pause is where your mind's going to take over. And it's so, like, the left mm-hmm. side of a brain. And your eyes shift to right. the left. And then that's how you also know that that person is giving you some kind of yes. story. Yes. You know? 
Um, and you brought up a really, really good point. If someone is cheating, I mean, one of the easiest ways to catch them is ask them the same freaking question a couple yep. of days later. And then just be like, oh, let's say you ask them today, where were you tonight? And they'd be like, oh, I was at so-and-so or yes. with so-and-so. Cool. Two weeks later, ask the same freaking question. Where were you like that freaking night? Most people are so dumb. They, they can't right. remember. Which I get. Like, I mean, you could ask me, what did I have for dinner like two days ago? And I'm not going to know. But just see, like, that's a really good point. Like, just see. But who did you yeah, saw? Right. But who right. did you saw? Like, that's, that's something you you're not going to forget. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember I just saw a friend. Like, you know, right. like, that's something you're not going to forget. So if, right. if, if, again, if you're feeling suspicious, like, whoever's listening, I, I feel like that's something to also ask. And if that changes, you know, right off the bat that they're, they're lying to you. And it's like, and if you're asking these mm-hmm. questions and the person starting to speak talking mm-hmm. to you, that's another yes. big sign of being like, because that's rule reversal. If you catch a cheater and you're like, did you just cheat on me? No one's going to, I mean, maybe someone will, but most people are not going to be like, oh yeah, yeah. you caught me. Yeah. Good job. Like, no, people are going to attack it in a variety of mm-hmm. different ways. They may feed you a lie or they might just dance around giving you yeah. the answer. And, you know, by saying, well, it's not important what I was doing. How was your day? How are you? So I think another big um, red flag is just the smoothness of the person and them diverting, answering the question. Because the way a lot of people think is that if I don't tell a lie, then technically I didn't do anything wrong, right? Like if you ask me where I was and I just say, enough about me, let's talk about you. I didn't lie to you because I didn't tell you a the wrong location. Or yes. To talk about it. The thing you though, is I think that even like omitting the truth, because that's omitting the truth, right? That that is that's a lie. A lie. Yeah, it's still yeah. a lie. There's a there's a big YouTuber that talks about it, and he does a debate on his mm. YouTube channel. And one of the questions that he had was, "Is the omission of truth yes. a lie?" <laughs> and he said, "Yes." Because the only time people omit the truth is for yep. their own benefit. Nobody admits the truth to right. hurt themselves. Most people, when they're admitting the truth, it's because they know the truth is going to get them in some mm-hmm. sort of trouble or it's going to be unfavorable to them in some type of way. And that's why they, they hide the truth. And then that's another big thing that if somebody said, well, I didn't tell this to you, which I, I mean, I don't know if you've had the same experience, but a lot of women that like I speak to give advice to they'll always say that that's like a big thing where the dude just does not want to answer right. the question and then just like just kind of dance around it and so then that way they can't go back to him later and say that you lied exactly you know, like, he's like I didn't really give you an answer so and I think like even when you're dating like if you're dating or in a relationship with someone and they're really, really smooth. I think that in itself is a red flag. Like, if you're going to date, date someone that's smooth, it's like they didn't get buttery smooth <laughs> right. just by themselves. Right. You know, they tangoed with a lot of people. They tested out, like going back to my friend that used to use the ants mm-hmm. on his phone. He didn't learn that mm-hmm. on day one. He got caught so many times. And over the years, he developed a semi-foolproof system. He would still get caught, but he would get caught right. down the line. But he got that way because he had experimented with so many other people. And he knew how to kind of run the game. You know, but eventually, I mean, after a while, you do so many things that you're going of to course. get caught. And that's something I think people that cheat, they, they don't realize. Because even when you're cheating in the beginning, you're going to be good at covering up yeah. your tracks. But then if you don't get caught for like a minute, you're like, oh, maybe this person doesn't notice. And then your effort into lying mm-hmm. and cheating is just less and less. You know, when less. I got into a relationship with my partner I'm in now, I straight off, I mean, we all have baggage and we all have things that we want to avoid. I straight up told him, you know, there's this saying where it's hurt me with the truth. Don't comfort me with a lie. And I think that's so important. And I feel like even if you are suspicious or people are doing this to you, your partner's doing this to you and you, and you have those weird feelings, if they care about you, which I mean, if they're cheating on you, they clearly fucking don't. Right. But I think it's important to say that like, Hey, like, you know, you can be happy if it's not with me, if you found someone else like, okay, great. But like, tell me the truth. 
That's it. Like, don't right. comfort me with that lie. So I think that's something else that's also important, <laughs> important for us to do. Uh, oh, for sure. Because I think that if somebody can at least be honest with you as much as that mm-hmm. truth hurts, you would still feel like that person respects you and they care about you on right. some level because they didn't think one, they didn't think that you were stupid, that they could like do this shit to you. But then also they had respect for you where they didn't want to yeah. do this to you. So they'd rather just come up to you because obviously people can fall in, in mm-hmm. and out of love. Of course. So unless you're going to end up with that person for the rest of your life, there's going right. to be breakups. But it's how you mm-hmm. go about it. Um, and then one thing that I want to kind of highlight here, which Michelle brushed over, is the fact that Michelle found a man during COVID. <laughs> I mean, and, and she snagged it and she co- got him to commit. So for a lot of people that are out there saying, oh my gosh, I can't meet anyone. You're just not Listen, the thing too, because- the thing too is like, you have to get creative. Like, I know it's, it's a difficult time and like things still aren't fully reopened, but like, just put yourself out there and like be open and honest. I'm so grateful that I met him during COVID because I feel like we were even more honest with each other than we would have getting to know each other on normal dates. Like it took us over a month to like just get dinner together. And we live in New Jersey and we, we literally were like, okay, let's go to Connecticut tonight. Cause Connecticut, um, you know, had, had, um, restaurants open for outdoor seating. So that was like a very spontaneous, Hey, let's have a normal date. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's possible. Like, you can find someone, but just, I don't know, just, just make sure when you're going into this, if, if you feel any red flags, like, especially now during COVID where like, this is the time to be like more open and honest with people. Like if you see red flags, talk about it. If it, it still feels fishy, leave, like you got to dip because it's just gonna, if shit's right. happening during COVID, then like, yeah. you don't need that in your life. Right. And I feel like, the other reason why Michelle's story is so important is because if you are being cheated mm-hmm. on plates uh, during this time and some people they're staying in relationships just thinking like, I'm not going to be able to meet someone else. And here you have a success story where no, even in these trying circumstances, mm-hmm. you can meet someone else. And regardless, it's also, there's nothing wrong with being right. single, you know? So even if there's not someone that you have, it's better than you being made Absolutely. a fool out. And that, that brings me to another red flag. If your friends or your family have seen this person, whether it's on online dating channels or have they seen this person leaving comments to anyone on social media, or if they've seen this person out with someone else, then that is your proof that this person mm-hmm. is cheating. And I've, surprisingly, I know of many situations where friends have gone up to people and said, so-and-so was out with this individual that night. You were not there. And I saw them do X, Mm. Y, and Z. And sadly, instead of believing that person, they turned again that individual and bought the lies and the story that someone that they're with is feeding them. Where, yeah, but I mean, mean, at the end of the day, love is blind. And I think sometimes people want to ignore a lot of things. But that in itself, that's, I mean, if you ever wanted to prove, you've gotten yeah. a witness. Yeah. Yeah. So in most situations, you just won right. your case. There's not going to be any trial. We don't need a jury. You <laughs> that's won. it. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you're still like after somebody coming up to you and saying that this happened and you see this and I've seen situations where people have sent videos to somebody's partner and said, this is what this person is doing. And if you're still ignoring that, I mean, then we got to figure out like if it's self-esteem or what it is that's keeping you there, because that in itself, that's game over. That's like the money shot. You got it. You went, there's nothing for you to hear after that. No story, no lies, no nothing. And it's not even because the thing that always gets me is that when people get something like that, let's say you get a big evidence, right? Um, Where let's say you have the phone, like if you have the person's password, I'm going to attach the, the, the name of two of the phone apps that you can actually use that will give you the information where you can spy on your partner. So let's say you got a proof like that, that you've seen solid text messages that this person has. You've seen pictures or you have someone that comes up to you and they're like, I saw so-and-so here. Here's the picture. You get that. And then you're still sitting over there and questioning this person. Like, 
that to me is like, what more is there to talk about? Right? Like, the only time you should be questioning is if you don't have evidence and you want to get yep. the evidence. But you got all of the evidence. After that, like, what is it? Like, because, and I, I, I don't know if Michelle, if you could relate to it, but sometimes people are like, I want to give this person a chance to explain themselves. But if you have evidence that's like that, where it's like, you know, there's nothing that this person could say. It's a thousand percent bulletproof. You caught them. Boom. Yeah. I, like, I think too, even giving them the chance to explain themselves, I think that's just another opportunity for you to see how much this person values you. Because if they're lying to your face, it's like, all right, like, that's it. Like, you don't care enough about me. And it's also sometimes interesting, like, to see, oh, you really think, like, I'm, like you were saying before, like, I'm that dumb. Like, you, you don't think I'm going to find this out? Or I have found this out? Like, we're, we're fucking FBI agents. Half the time we ask you a question, well, guess we what? We already know the answer. Like, we already know. We do. It's like, it's so, frightening. It's so frightening. prove our value to you. And, you know, even if it ends up in a breakup, you did something shitty, like, just end it on the right foot. Like, just tell us the fucking truth. And this goes with girls, too. Don't be shady to guys. Or don't be shady to girls, right. you know? Like, just... Depending exactly, on which way you say. Exactly. Right. Like, just tell the truth. Like, there's too much bullshit in the world. Like, just be honest. That's it. Just be honest. Like, people come and go in your life. And if you're going to do shady shit and we're going to find out about it, like, let us know and then let us leave. That's it. Yeah. And I think, like, when, especially when women ask when they tell you, like, this is all the things that I found. Now, what do you have to say? Like, if I was their partner, I'm just running for the yeah. house. I'm just pumping this. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm leaving. Exactly. Because I know there's, there's nothing that I can say. And one wrong move, I may not be able to move. Literally. So, that, like, to me, it's almost, like you said, it's comical. Like, if you have all of the evidence, like, I've done this in the past, and I've done it actually for other people, where mm-hmm. they're scared to confront their partner, you know, um, on a night when I feel like doing a good deed. I'm like, great, I'll do it, because right. I'm a neutral party. Right. And it's just kind of interesting, because to me, it's like, we already have all of the answers. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to see if we should give you some sort of mercy, or just go ruthless on you. <laughs> like, yep. That's the level that we're at. So if you're going to keep feeding lies and stuff into it, you're just digging your grave even deeper. Exactly. So this is your chance just to wave the white flag and say, I messed up. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I messed up. And then that's it. Like, and if the, the person, if you got cheated on more often than not, you would, you should be um, smart enough and you should value yourself enough to just know if somebody can do it once, they can chances are they can probably do it again now do people change yeah but do people change yes but i don't think people change overnight no if you're thinking i'm going to forgive this person today then in two months or three months they're not going to do this to me not enough time has passed this person has not experienced life so i would say yeah that the probability of them cheating is really really high versus you breaking up with this person and then meeting them again five ten years later and then them saying, I'm now a different person, because obviously they've gone through, hopefully, through life, and now they've kind of evolved and grown. Mm-hmm. So the people that forgive the person, and then the individual cheats on you again, and they're so surprised that he told me or she told me that they would never do this to me again, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, why wouldn't they do they're the same person, right? You know, and I think it's just a little bit of like delusion and just self-belief where you want to believe that that person wouldn't do this to you but if someone's going to cheat on you once or if someone has a pattern of cheating like most people that cheat in relationships you're not the first person that they cheated on of course i would hope that you're the last person but the chances are you're probably not this is what this individual does especially if they're super sneaky it's probably because they have experience doing it which is really unfortunate and like i feel for everyone who that's happened to like it sucks It, it it makes you you know, question yourself and, and if you were a good partner and all that. And if this happens to you, like, like you're saying, like, I, we hope that you value yourself enough where you realize and recognize, like, I don't deserve this. Like, I know my worth. I deserve so much more. And, and the thing too, is like, don't even think of yourself as like, not capable enough of being loved or all that. Like, no, someone is out there and they're going to think rainbows come out of your asshole. Like they're going to love the shit out of you, you know? So for just, me, it's skittles. 
There you go. There you go. Whatever candy you wish. Whatever candy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, just, you know, like you were saying, there, there's, there's more than likely a chance that they've done this to someone else before, if not many people. And, right. you know, you can, you can have the talk with them. They can come clean, whatever. And you ultimately dictate where your life is going to head. Like, you know, you can't forgive someone overnight. Maybe this person means the world to you. Maybe they come back in a couple months. But like, if, if you ever took someone like this back, you need to let them work for it. Like, do not give it to them. Because once you hand that over and you say, okay, here's my love back. Here's my heart. Like, they're going to they're gonna do the same shit. They're just going to do it over again. Yeah. And Michelle means do not give it to them. No. And don't. More than one way. <laughs> so do not. Make, make them really work for it. Exactly. Um, and it's kind of funny, as you were kind of telling the story, I remember there was a situation where um, I ended up confronting someone mm. and the person had nothing to say. They just ran away. I mean, literally could not get a hold of this person oh. after that, like just pulled a disappearing act. And that mm. to me tells everything about that person, you know, and that's why it's so important to remember it's not you. This is not the first time that this person has done, and these are not your issues. And actually, it was coincidental because I was thinking back to when I first met this person, and I remember them telling me how, like, the last girl that they dated was crazy and how they just, like, pulled the vanishing act. And after knowing this person, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, no. She caught you in something. Yeah. You're too much of a coward. You yep. ran for the hills because you're scared of what she was going to do to you. Hence, that's why she's crazy because she was asking for answers that you don't have and you're not a man enough to face her. So you just ran for the hills. Mm-hmm. And this isn't, that wasn't the last time you did it. This isn't going to be the last time right. you did it. You're going to keep doing this over and over again right. where these are your issues and your problems. And that's why I also think when people start dating and then you ask about your exes, anyone that says my ex is crazy, your next question needs to be, what did you do? Because sometimes you bring out like that role in that person, you know? So like in this kind of situation, I would say what that girl did, what I did was trust this person. That's the role that we played Mm -hmm. because you trust someone that is absolutely shady so the next time they tell the story and they're like, oh, the last girl I was with, she was crazy. Mm-hmm. She was crazy because she trusted you. You broke that trust and she asked for answers. It's not That's the why best she was though. Immediately, it's like, it's like you deflect, they deflect like, oh, what happened? Oh, no, she was crazy. No, no, no. You fucked up. That's what happened. You fucked right. up. They found out. That's why they're so crazy. Right. And oftentimes in situations, men are, and women, I think they both do it. But because women are more emotional, yeah. I think we react to it. Um, a little bit more than guys where anytime a dude is like my ex was crazy I'm telling you 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 dig hard enough in that story you're gonna figure out what the heck he did right for her absolutely because I think in most I would say most females but definitely some men there's crazy that's somewhere in there you just need the right person to press the right button yeah to have that shit come out Absolutely. But it's also deserving. Right. Where in one relationship, you can be totally calm, cool, collected because the person's not doing any of these things to you. Mm-hmm. And another relationship, you can turn into the the damn exorcist. Right. And you're the you're the same person. Right. But who you're with and what they're bringing out of you is two different things. Exactly. That if you're with someone and you know the person's not playing you and they're not cheating on you, you don't need to turn into the exorcist. Mm-hmm. So you can you can remain in your human form. But if they are going to run some games and try to do some things, by all means. I mean, make objects move, get them scared. <laughs> and that, that's when you get to be in, like, your full glory. That's so good. <laughs> that's so good. You're right. Yeah, and, and, and I honestly think, like, to me, the advice that I give to people, because I'm not a big proponent of going back to your exes. Because I think, like, if enough time passes, where the person does change, I'm not sure the feelings are always there. Like there's yeah. exceptions, but I don't think the fe- the feelings are always there. And if you take them back right away, I don't think that they change. So now you're no. getting set up for another disappointment. So to me, it's the perfect opportunity that if someone's 
done something to you that's deserving, that's when you can let loose and act batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. Let them go and tell people that you're psychotic. Of okay, course. They cheated on you. Right, of and, course. And that, to me, is justification for you to, like, act like that. You know, like if somebody was like, I did this, this, and this mm-hmm. out of context, I'd be like, oh my gosh, you should go see a therapist. But if they're like, oh, my partner was cheating on me and then I did this, this, and this, I'm like, all right, that seems kind of fair. Like, yep. <laughs> like they did it to you, you do it to them. Right. I was like, th- then that makes it equal. Mm-hmm. Michelle, is there anything else that you think would be helpful in terms of cashing an act? Um, oh gosh, I'm already God. breaking up. No, it's okay. Um, I don't think I have anything else to add. I think that these are honestly the biggest signs. And if your partner, if your partner is cheating on you, or let's even say like flirting with someone at work or whatever, like you're gonna, you're gonna know, like you're just everything that we said, like there, even if it's one of those things, like you're gonna, you're gonna see a difference and you're gonna recognize it. And just remember, like, please remember, like, you are capable of love. You are capable of being loved. You're capable of giving love. And, um, you know, you just, you just have to take care of yourself. Like if, if this person is doing these things or you're suspicious, like it's okay to move on. Like people come and go in your life. There's, I feel like we're always meant to, I don't know if we've had one soulmate. I feel like we're meant to meet more people. Like obviously, you know, settle down, get married, have kids if that's what you want. But you're not just going to date, like, two people to find that. Maybe you will, but, like, people come and go. And, like, you know, to find that person, you have to go through a lot of shit to recognize what you don't want. Um, Right. Which is, you know, if you – and that's the thing. If you recognize that stuff and your partner is doing that, like, when you go into your new relationship, if you see that sign, like, you can be like, all right, like, I'm done. Peace out. Like, I don't want that. And I know that, you know, by you acting that way, like, it's not going to change because I've experienced that before. So just remember – if your partner is doing this, if you're going through this, like leave, like you will be so much happier. And like, you know what, like it, you're going to feel happier and even less anxious going to bed at night. You're not going to be staying up wondering what this person's doing. Like, no, 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 no. You take care of yourself, baby girl, baby boy. Like you take care of you because right. you are your best friend. You need to treat yourself like your best friend. You don't want to see your best friend go through this bullshit. So then don't let yourself go through this bullshit. Right. And I think like one of the things that we we didn't touch upon, which is just basic, you know, like following your partner or eavesdropping on their conversation. I mean, this is kindergarten stuff, but it still works. You know, if you have suspicions and things like that. And like I said, if you get to a point where you're doing some of these things to your partner, the relationship is half over to begin with, Mm -hmm. because you obviously have reasons to kind of feel that way. And at that point, if this person thinks that you're crazy, you know, just don't get arrested. Yeah. But other than that, it's just like, okay, they catch you following them, Mm -hmm. then big freaking deal. If they weren't lying to you, you wouldn't be out there following them. Right. But as you're in that car, or if you're like walking behind them or something, also think to yourself, like, is this worth my time and my energy? Be even like, be like, is it even healthy for this person to make me feel like I need to do this? Right. You know? Right. And, and I think that's why it's so important. Like everything that you said about just taking all of these things in strides and in experiences and just looking at that from a positive standpoint like this is going to help me move forward in my life and it's going to help me recognize these signs and get better at finding someone that wouldn't do all of these things to me and that's really the blessing in all of these situations because I always you know obviously when you're going through it you're upset but every time I look back and either whether it's other people's stories or whether it's my own story where I, I think it's funny, like when in retrospect, you look at the thing, because now you know the end to end story. Mm-hmm. At that point, you will find some sort of joy and humor in it. Because you know, if that chapter hadn't closed, the next one wouldn't have started. Beautiful. That is beautiful. So, exactly. And I think that's like, what's the real um, important takeaway from like everything mm-hmm. is that this is not the end. In a lot of ways, for the next beginning to happen, certain chapters need to be closed out. Yeah. And even if they get closed out in, in the ways that maybe are not the best or the right. healthiest uh, for you, mm-hmm. still take that as an experience. Absolutely. And look at it like, I went through this, now I'm a stronger person as a result. And now I'm better prepared yeah. to spot all of these things. And then like Michelle said, 
next time you find, find yourself in a new relationship, you can tell your partner that these things don't work for me. I've been in this position. I don't want to be there again. So if you do any of these things, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. And then that way, your next relationship, you're setting healthy boundaries from day one rather than being at that same position over and over again. And I think at the end, that's if you look at it from that perspective, you're honestly winning from every experience that you go through in life. Absolutely. And just, I think even like making peace with it. And like, like you said, um, when you do get to be with that next person, you know, if you see something that doesn't look right, or you feel something weird, like, you're going to know what to do. Like that gut feeling is already going to be there. You're going to know how to operate it. And you're going to know to leave. So. Yep. And that's the blessing in all of this. Yes. So thank you, Michelle, for thank your work. Thank you, Miss Anonymous. Thank you for having me again. This was so great. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I love this. And I, I really hope um, people listening do uh, catch on to what we're saying and, and make the best choices that help them grow in their lives. Yes, and Michelle's going to be back, guys. You can't get rid of me. Yeah. So with that, um, you are now checked out of the rehab show. I'm going to catch you guys again next week. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you. Bye, everyone.